0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Mandalorian. It's the weekly podcast where we go through the be- the, uh, be- <laughs> say the Beatles catalog. <laughs>
1: Wrong show. Yes,
0: yeah, so anyway, we go through the show The Mandalorian on Disney+, uh, one episode at a time. Today's episode, chapter 15? Yeah, The Believer. Chapter 15, The Believer. Season 2, episode
1: <laughs> hmm. Season 2, so, episode 7, chapter episode 15. Seven. Yes.
0: Okay. The Believer.
1: The Believer. No, um, so it's not uh, It's not the Beatles. It's the Monkees that we're going through. It's the Monkees. Last, uh, last week it was the Bee Gees. This week it's the Monkees.
0: <laughs> I was really disappointed. I thought it was the Believer. I thought it was mm. the, uh, the name of the Also episode? the wrong show. Yeah. the so, Biebercle. Well. well, so I guess we'll just uh, take it, uh, walk through it.
1: Yeah. We um, got to... It sucked me in right away because we opened with a shot of AT-AT cranes and and wrecked Tie fighters and junk.
0: Yes, and it I was, was like, not, I'm, uh, I'm I'm on
1: board. Go for it.
0: Yeah, the return of the AT-AT cranes. I was mm-hmm. hoping we were going to see like a totally different application of it, like an AT-AT like car smasher or something like mm. that, you know, spitting out cubes of right smushed uh, Tie fighters. <laughs> um, but still, yeah, we're on like this kind of Imperial scrapyard planet, and, yeah. um where we uh, meet our old friend Bill Burr. Yeah. Miggs. Mayfeld. Migs. uh we got Biggs and
1: we got Miggs. Migs. Migs. <laughs> um Plastic Migs, where are you? Um here he is, he's in the scrapyard. Um uh first of all props to them for not um for having seen Set in a Scrapyard and having nobody say, What a piece of junk.
0: Mm. Yes, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of things you have to admire the restraint of them in this episode. Yeah. It's not so much the choices they did make as the ones they didn't. Exactly, the ones they didn't make so And um, ah. but yeah, we we um, as
1: uh, a couple of people pointed out to us. Remember last week, we we're like, why him? Other than you know, they realized yeah. that getting Bill Burr is a good, you know, is good for their social media or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but a couple of people pointed out that last week they're like, well, when when you first hear about him, he's an ex imperial sharpshooter. So that's, he's their imperial contact. I'm like, all right, I guess that yeah. makes sense. It's a little weird that nobody knows, none of those people know anybody else in the empire, but it, I guess it makes it, it, well, like maybe it's a combination. Yeah. You know, he knows that he has, even though the last, when last they saw each other, there was, you know, essentially they were threatening to kill each other. Um, he does have a little bit of leverage over him because he was, they double crossed him first. Right. And it does seem like his little stint in Imperial Prison softened him a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, the Mando just kind of liked, just thought he was funny and so wanted an excuse to like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's get that right. guy back. Remember how funny he was? That guy was awesome. <laughs> we should have him back on the show. On the show. Um, on the show. Yeah, uh, I thought the robot was going to be K2SO from the back. Oh. When they hmm. showed th- that w- the-, the prison robot walking in because mm-hmm. the body type was more or less the same as K2SO when Timing wise, it could certainly work. So, uh, well, no, it wouldn't be our, it would be a K2SO, but it wouldn't that's be that's what I mean. Yeah, a yeah, K2 yeah. droid of the right. same line. Not our K2SO so. is long gone, so yeah. Although, you know, oh, yeah, the whole planet was blown up, so or that right, whole yeah. complex was blown up. So I was right. like, they could rebuild him, but anyway, mm. it was beautiful. But yes, it's just a prison, another prison droid. Um, so, uh, yeah, then uh, we find out that Lorna Dune is springing him so that he can come along on their trip to uh, to uh, using her first uh, job as a marshal. It's the first what? time we see her doing something as like, the official public marshal.
1: Wait, we yeah. saw her, well, we saw her like put her feet up on her desk as a marshal or something that's like true. that. <laughs> Plunking her
0: badge down, which is marshalling, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But um still still has the same uh i thought they, i think she should kind of change her look at this point to indicate that right. she has shifted her morality she's still wearing the same basic get yeah. up
1: that she wore as a, as a kind of rookie. not even basic i think she's just wearing the same clothes since we've met her
0: <laughs> yeah i mean and that's true also of the mandalorian and yeah. baby yoda but uh right. you know for him, it's a thing. Has anybody yeah.
1: changed their clothes? I mean, we, we see Miggs. Obviously, he's wearing a prison jumpsuit yeah. when we first I feel like Grief but... Karga
0: changes his clothes. Mm, I don't know. Well, he definitely, because he definitely looks grayer and has, like, a you know, a different look. I feel like he changes his clothes. He's a little more clothes. haggard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, so, so Miggs goes with them. Yeah, we on we'll, slave
1: one. We first, there's a lot of, yeah, it was two 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 notes. Two Boba notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, he got a paint job somehow in between
0: his armor. You mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. It looks weird to me. It looks—it it looks... too fresh. It's too new. Yeah. Um, which may I guess like the touch-up paint for the armor is—is is he had it like in a little cabinet inside Slave One?
0: Oh, he's been waiting forever for yeah. to find this uh, to use this stuff.
1: He was practicing painting like yeah. like Boba Fett miniatures.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has all the exact colors he needs. He has that yeah. olive green. The <laughs> So, um although it would be uh,
1: funny if he like it was like oh i thought i had this one but it dried up and so there's like a hot pink streak because that's all he had left for that one he's like
0: well it would be interesting just to if he did change i mean i feel like it's almost like i don't want to have him change it because it's too yeah it's iconic let's you know, go through the trouble of bringing boba fett back and then have him wearing different armor but it feels like it should it it, it would be a nice kind of um indicator also that he's a different person by having his armor right you know, well, he's not I'm though really, Zavac. is <clears> he? <throat> right. Right. Well, but I mean, I he's mean, like he he you know, he's been living on Tatooine for 9 years. Right.
1: I guess yeah. He's <laughs> I mean, his overall outlook is the same, but he's a changed man.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Uh and then uh, this must have made you happy. Um we get to see a new shot of like inside the inner workings of Slave One. I know you're always um excited about the way that the the inner topography of the uh Millennium Falcon. <clears throat> it, I know. Uh it made me happy to see how the Slave 1 works inside and and uh, I'm sure you
0: were yes. you happy
1: about that or did it did it raise more questions than it answered
0: No, I was very happy about it because as hardcore Slave 1 fans know that it has a very peculiar like when you walk into it the cockpit is not facing the way you're going to be flying so when you walk into it you kind of have to step into a chair and then as you're taking off that kind of like rotates around like with a gyroscope or something to mm-hmm. put you in the proper position and I like that they did it where if you weren't paying attention you wouldn't you wouldn't really see it. It's not like they had a long lingering shot and kind of really established what was going on. Right. Like they were just having a conversation, like people were taking off on a plane and then this thing was going on like they didn't even really pay attention to it.
1: Right. So. They could have just been moving around in space.
0: Yeah. So I really liked that to them, it was just a like this is, you would no more pay attention to this than you would someone starting a car and you right. know. So, um yeah. No, I really like that. I was I was excited about that.
1: Me too. I thought it was cool. Um, and of course, once again, <clears throat> playing with action
0: figures. Exactly. Now they got the deluxe slave one that we could finally go inside mm-hmm. of it and see what the
1: uh, like Black series um, or something. Yeah. Or
0: like the twelve inch you know, so they oh, room they could put. That more. would be
1: they 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 never made any twelve inch vehicles, I don't think, but you know, if they now would be the time. There's well not right now, but if not now when the modern era um, would be the time to uh, you know I bet there there are definitely people out there that would buy you know that would spend hundreds of dollars on a twelve inch you know one six scale land speeder or speeder bike or something like that you know they yeah I don't think they've made any of those maybe maybe they have I don't pay too close attention but start the making line those...
0: between like black series large figures and. Actual things humans can be in is gonna get increasingly blurry. Like right. they're gonna keep getting bigger and bigger, and then eventually we're gonna be able to live in our own uh, Falcon.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
0: can you imagine having like a like a? I guess it would just be like a trailer park kind of home, but that was like the Falcon. Like you built a house that was like the Falcon on the ground. Yeah, people awesome. have done that, haven't they? I don't know. Mm. If they have. I think somebody had a Millennium Falcon house.
1: <clears throat> I could be wrong.
0: Hmm. Um. That's what uh, Han Solo and uh, Chewie called us Oh yeah, we're back in our house. <laughs> we're in the Force Awakens. Uh. So uh, we're on the. Now we're on the Imperial. There's an, apparently an Imperial secret Imperial stronghold on this planet because they. Once again, continuing the tr- uh, tradition of Mandalorians, they need to get to one thing so that they can do that to find out where they need to go for the next thing. So uh...
1: yeah, it did get me. You know, it doesn't. It's not enough to bother me, but I did start to notice, like, okay, we're gonna have the thing where we all gather around a hologram and say, "This is where we are, <laughs> and this is where we're going." <laughs> and it's a very yeah. Star Wars thing. You know, it, it happens in you know two out of the three original movies. I mean, it's the Death Star in both cases, but it, it still it was a little bit like. Okay. We don't we don't have to necessarily show that. You know, we could just say, well, right. we're raiding this facility.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um But uh so I wrote down wheels because we rarely see wheels in the Star Wars universe and now this is but I think feel like this is the same kind of prison or kind of transport we saw in Rogue One. Like I feel like this is the same kind of thing that Jin Erso was similar, like a prisoner right? in. A juggernaut. Yeah. Or or some, you know, spin off of that. Right with the big with the big chunky wheels right um they have chunky wheels on, on kazook in revenge of the sith didn't they have some kind of tank? I, I guess the droids whole, have wheels and stuff yeah you know it's, yeah, it's that,
1: not that that classic horror movie the droids have wheels um <laughs> uh speaking of classic movies <clears throat> my my note for this was uh space wages of fear because it instantly becomes like, all right, well, we'll f- we we'll first back up. I guess that's jumping ahead because I wrote before that yeah. that I I do like that conversation of like, all right, we have to sneak in, but wait, they have, they'll scan you and recognize you,
0: yeah,
1: and you, and then Boba Fett is like, let's just say they'll recognize my face, and it took me a second because I was like, well, why
0: his his helmet, and I was like, oh no no, his face, <clears throat> yeah, I got it. Although I don't know, I would take issue with that. I would say that there probably very few people have seen old versions of clones, you know. Mm, but it, like,
1: if it's <clears throat> if it's the Imperial database, you know, if they're scanning it, it would pop up.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's not just about people eyeballing it. It's right, like, right. You know. Okay, I see.
1: Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking up what that. Uh, Mission on Morak is the, the, the section of the Wikipedia page for this episode already.
0: <laughs> so what's weird about that scanning your identity thing mm-hmm. is that it, it seems to filter out wanted people. Like, oh, I have a record. It'll pick me out. Thus, the, thus the two ladies can't go. Right. And, um, but, like, it seems to me if I was designing an imperial security system, it would say, scan someone's face. Do you recognize it? Are they an imperial Okay, then let them have access. Do you reckon? Right, Mando goes up there. It's like you know, any stranger can just walk in and access it as long as you don't have a criminal record. I guess.
1: Right. Well, I guess that's the thing that it's you know the empire is so big that they couldn't have it be everybody. So it's it's easier for them to match against their prison records than it would be for them to match against the. I don't know.
0: There are more. So there are more people they don't want than they than. Right, Rather it's just easier a picture to keep of track of every person they do want having access to it. They have pictures of everyone they don't want having access to
1: it. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. It is. It is a little contrived the whole thing, and and again, it's as I no no uh, no leap of of uh, you know imagination, but I but I called it a week or two ago that I was like, oh well, we're gonna have to see him without his helmet at least once during the season. Yeah. And it, was it was it num- was it episode seven last time? Was it is it like all right? Because it was the one right before the the, finale. Yeah. The, the penultimate one. And that's this one too. So I guess episode seven, every season he takes his helmet off just for a minute, just to be like, Hey guys, hello ladies.
0: Uh, uh, union rules require that he has to prove that he is inside the suit, at least in one shot during the filming of the
1: process. As I've said, he is a, uh, I'm not going to complain about that. As, As long as you can come up with some way to do it. He's a, uh, He's a handsome man.
0: It's uh well I guess uh while we're here it's weird whenever he takes <clears> off <throat> his helmet because I am um I don't equate his voice with his face. Right.
1: Well I I had that for when he switches armor and so we yeah. we get that that he you know they they take out some of the stormtroopers that are there. Yeah, uh, and and put on you know classic ruse, put on the stormtrooper armor, and he has this moment of like oh, I can't show my face, but oh okay, I'll just hide behind a bush and change into stormtrooper armor, so nobody will see mm-hmm. my face. I thought he was going to put it on over his armor, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> at a jaunty angle. <laughs> what do you think? Um, but uh, I thought that his voice would sound different, you know, moving from one armor to the other.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but
1: um. I guess we still need to know that it's him in a sense, like audience-wise, yeah. we still need yeah. to recognize him. So yeah. I, it makes sense that it's not too different, although narratively it probably should have been a little different.
0: Yeah, but I still don't um, like when he talks, right? Uh, you know, and also the fact that he has a mustache is weird to me,
1: mm.
0: because especially for someone who doesn't show their face, like why would they put put attention into personal grooming if they don't if they if they wear a right. helmet, you know, 23 hours a day, like, well, you know, it's probably
1: the kind of thing where if it gets too much, you know, he can't grow out a big shaggy beard because that would be uncomfortable under the helmet. Yeah. But maybe he just likes the, I don't know. The warmth provided by him. I guess so. <laughs> or maybe there's something within, the, you know, like the voice thing or something. And it's like, yeah, yeah, if I don't, if I don't have a little mustache, it kind of tickles.
0: Or maybe he has like a scar or a birthmark uh, or something he's trying to cover there up. There you go. Or, you know what, somebody when he was young said, hey, you know, you look good with a mustache. And then he just kept it just out of... uh,
1: When he he was, like, four?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe all Mandalorian gentlemen wear mustaches, or ladies, for that matter, have mustaches. This is the Um, way. The hardcore cult, yeah. Um, Uh, But, yeah, he he did a lot of uh, non-helmet stuff in this uh, this episode. Which,
1: uh, the way that it all... um, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, I guess, but... Mm -hmm. Um. Well, let's. I guess step through it. The, okay. So I thought he'd sound different. Then they, they, we have this whole scene where the pirates are raiding the Juggernaut. Yeah. Um. And uh, we get this moment of his blaster being out of ammo.
0: Yeah. Which is weird. We'll we don't ever
1: see that. Yeah. Um. In things. And I guess it made it more dramatic, but it was a weird like why? Why all of a sudden there? And maybe you know it's a. It's just like a patrol blaster that's not, you know, not supposed to be shot that many times. Essentially, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you need to shoot this many times, then you're, then yeah, you're, you're in uh, trouble. You're in bigger trouble than this. It's um, like a
0: disposable gun, right? Yeah.
1: Um, um, but I, but I like that that fight on top of the thing. It could have could have easily gone on too long, but it was it was a good kind of cycle of like uh, every time you know you think you're done and then here's more
0: yeah um well that was one thing i didn't like i didn't like the kind of like uh, maniacal zealousness of the of the the pirates of the pirates the fact that they would like send they must have killed 30 40 guys in this thing like the fact that they would just keep sending wave after wave after wave rather than just saying okay like we can't afford to lose this many guys in, in in one right in one mission but um you know I'm willing to. Those aliens were not new; they were new ones. I didn't recognize them from anything. First, uh, I thought they were Queequegs, but yeah, they looked either a little bit like like Weequags or sassy teens, yeah, sassy or teens. Uh,
1: but I don't think they were. I think they were. Um, let me see. This they looked ba-ba-ba. like
0: sassy teens that had been neutered. So instead of having like big horns, they just had like withered, withered kind of banana hmm. skins hanging by the side of their uh,
1: withered banana skins. Um, when did we see a hask Um, anyway Um, but uh, I was trying to look it up on Wikipedia and that's that's what people like me reading Wikipedia entries Um, but then they uh, I also like that his you had to see him adjust his fighting style because he's wearing different armor like he starts out just trying to fight the way he would normally fight in his armor and he's like oh no wait this is stormtrooper armor and it breaks (laughs) as soon as you get hit so he's like i gotta be different
0: it's essentially not armor yeah 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 (laughs) essentially like paper plates stuck to a sweatshirt yeah that scene where they climbed out on the balcony on the ledge there you right, know? and I was like, I bet that's a lot. Listen, you feel when you when you're used to wearing a, a jetpack all the time. I bet stuff like that, you know, you're like, oh, who cares? For then, you know, I pictured right. him running, taking a leap off the side, and uh, right. plummeting down, forgetting that he no longer has a
1: jetpack. Yeah, jet neither one had their jetpack, but that was where they both, like Boba, didn't have his, and and uh, the titular Mandalorian didn't have his. Did they both? I think he left. His, but did Boba not? Did not bring his? I, I don't remember what how that all culminated at the end of the battle. I'll have to rewatch it. I will rewatch it soon because we're yeah. almost caught up with with my wife. But um, I want to know why neither of them. It looked weird for Boba Fett to have like a essentially like a you know a, a hole in his back where the latches for the for the jetpack to go.
0: Yeah, I mean because he had a drive. Oh, no, could I be. Think of. he takes it off when he drives. Um, well I think he was anywhere right um i know uh, there was that moment where it felt like a disney ride to me where um they were in the in the tank thing driving mm-hmm. and then suddenly like it, like one of those kind of like um jaws tours or where you're like we're doing this ordinary thing and, oh what's that we're getting a call from the base there's pirates who are about to attack you know like <laughs> all right get ready everybody here they come you know it, totally it, it felt like uh yeah so uh but, yeah, so stay tuned for that or next time you go to... Right. Uh, the Mandalorian
1: ride might might include this
0: section. They'll they'll have to do a Mandalorian ride with I Baby Yoda. I think
1: so, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, are there enough things? Like, would it be kind of like, oh, maybe they'll just, you know what? They'll just mix it into Star Tours, I bet, where you'll fly through and you'll be, it'll be this kind of a thing. Yeah. They'll just add a well, new... Can... It's the beauty of Star Tours. They can just add new programs to it.
0: Yeah, you just have to, you know, it's, it's very modular. Right. Um... So they're out there so they they go they infiltrate the imperial base because uh, Vando has to go use the uh the facility they have there. Right. Yeah. use the facilities. And um Miggs um, uh, is worried he's going to bump into his old boss. Yeah, they walk into does. the yeah.
1: into the mess hall. Um and you see he see recognizes a, a, a old commanding officer which turns out to be not um you know his concern seems it ends up being unfounded because his old boss yeah. doesn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. So we could have we could have just resolved this all much easier. Um had he just gone in. Um but I do like even leading up to that point I do like the um and and it mostly comes from from Miggs having this conversation and it's like a, it's a um not to jump ahead to what we'll be talking about next season but I'll I'll you know draw parallels to this and to to uh, DJ's uh, monologue in in uh, the Force Awakens I mean in uh, last Jedi coming up mm-hmm. um but the you know his his uh, kind of uh, dialogue about you know all the sides are just you know you got the the most people don't care if it's the empire or the new republic right it's just you know it's all the same to them uh, it's just somebody else in charge, kind of you know, oppressing them essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that plays with that. You know, I love the, that it plays with loyalties a couple of different times because it's like uh, you know when they pull in, and there, it looks like they're they're just about to be. You know, here come more pirates, and then in fly the tie fighters. You know, here they come to save the day. It's the Imperial tie right. fighters, and and uh, even you know Miggs has that like yeah, like here they come, like woohoo, you know. It's like you know, kind of uh, weird to flip that, even even temporarily to flip that, and then to see once the once the Tie Fighters come in and take out the pirates, and those guys pull in, and all of a sudden they're Imperial heroes, and there's all the Stormtroopers like cheering them on, yeah. and it's a weird kind of flip of stuff like you know, like you know Luke returning to Sasse at the end of you know the the Battle of Yavin or something like that, where it's like you see the the. Um and then and then follow that up with like, you know, Miggs's conversation with um the conversation he ends up having with his boss about, you know, like people, you know, civilians being and, and the, you know, heroes of the empire, you know, what does it matter to them and all that. It it did a lot of uh good kind of playing, like I said, playing with loyalties and playing with just kind of uh context, points of changing. view. Yeah. Certain points of view.
0: Yeah, it's uh like an attack of the clones. Where you basically see Yoda leading an army of stormtroopers, right?
1: <laughs> there are heroes on both sides.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they did a bunch of that uh, with, um, and I guess that even the Mandalorian, the titular Mandalorian himself, recognized that because in the end, they kind of let him. They make their own moral judgment, decide to kind of let him fake his death and right. wander away. So, um,
1: well, I-, I was convinced because we had a. Um, Yeah, here's the setup that, like, okay, lo and behold, there's a crazy scenario in which the titular Mandalorian has to take off his helmet and we have to see his face, Mm -hmm. because it's episode seven. He should have just said that within it, like, well, sorry, Mando, it's episode seven. (laughs) All right. Face awakens. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the, uh, he gets the, um, you know, he he has to do this thing where he takes off his helmet and... uh, and then there's just a little a small number of Imperials in the room with him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then because of you know he's like let's get a drink, and then uh, then they they have this conversation. Uh, Mayfeld Miggs gets uh, you know riled up, shoots his old boss, mm, fulfilling um,
0: the American dream. Yeah,
1: yeah. After <laughs> r- shortly after uh, saying let's go back and fill out those TPS reports, <laughs> so. A lot of office space going on here, but um, the um, he does. Then they 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 kill everybody in the room. So everybody who saw his face is dead. All oh, right, except for Mig. So then at this point, I'm like, oh, he's not going to survive this because that's the only. Th- this is the way mm. that no no nobody can have seen his face. So if if they yeah. do, he's got to kill them or make sure that they're dead. So like that. Any time that you know when he made that leap from the building onto the. Slave one. I was like, oh, is he not going to make it there? Like, where is he going to get shot? Where is he going to get killed? Is Mando going to kill him? You know? Right. Um, and yet. And yet, not only does he survive, uh, but they, they let him escape. Although maybe that's a technicality. Like, maybe Mandala- like the titular Mandalorian was going to kill him. And then when... Carry Dune is like, well, too bad, uh, you know, prisoner, you know, 6, double, five, three, two, one, you know, made it uh, too bad he got killed, you know, in that in that raid. Then maybe that that's enough to satisfy, you know, the Mandalorian It's like, well, he mm, got yeah. technically he got killed according to the in legal sense. <laughs> yeah, he is. He did. Uh, he did see me without my helmet and now he is dead. So that counts, I guess. You know, it's like the. um. I I think it's
0: a sign of his. I think this season, Mm -hmm. and I think overall, the whole series is a gradual. um, It's the Mandalorian exploring uh, being vulnerable Mm -hmm. because it's the the Mandalorian. oh so you the man ex- huh. man Explorian. <laughs> um it's like mansplaining but it's right. man exploring <laughs> um because you know the first thing he has to do is take care of this baby right yeah you know and um and then he you know oh i can't show my face we're a hardcore this is a mandalorian thing and then this one we learned the other mandalorians are like dude you grew up in a in a in a like amish cult yeah like you know, look, we take we take our faces we show our faces all the time. Why don't we take our faces mustache. off? <laughs> so I think I think him deciding to trust the uh MiGs um mm-hmm. with his him saying, I didn't see nothing. Like that was him being like, Okay, you know, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of we form this bond. There is yeah. there is something to be gained by by showing people your face.
1: Yeah, so, he's he's um, growing literally showing taking off your mask. Yeah. And show people here. I think your... he
0: I think he takes it too far at the end because he basically he says to Moff Gideon like listen that little baby Yoda means more to me than anything like yeah. you have We're... that power over me and I don't know what I would do if you harmed that creature it seems kind of Yeah, like, he oh, cuts a oh, wrestling oh, easy,
1: promo easy. at the end. He's just yeah. like let me tell you something mean Jean, Moff Gideon has <laughs> got baby Yoda and I need to get him back.
0: I kind of liked how how um how how badass it was you know just saying to, straight yeah. up saying like listen i don't care how uh, i don't know to me it seemed we're so used to people cowering in front of imperial people i liked someone just being like listen screw you jack i'm coming after you i don't care you know no one would talk that way to darth vader so it, it's nice seeing someone I would stand up for themselves. I would like him
1: I would like it if, you know, they found him and he was standing up for himself like that. I don't like yeah. the him like calling Moff Gideon to to threaten him.
0: You don't like it being like Liam Neeson where he's like, you know, like you've taken my daughter and and yeah. like now I'm coming for you. <laughs> it it seems
1: a little bit too kind of um I don't know. A little bit too like um uh, strategically unsound oh yeah like why waste their element of potential surprise they know where he is why not go find him and then try to get it rather than saying yeah. like hey
0: we're coming for you because that's how confident he is he doesn't even need the element of surprise you can even tell him listen we're going to be there at 6 p.m on thursday mm. and there. that's their surprise we're going to be there at 6 p.m on thursday and then they yeah exactly <laughs> this sunday
1: at the sportatorium <laughs> Um it's the season-long grudge match. That,
0: <laughs> the Darksaber. Avenge his ship. <laughs> uh I liked when and you had to like it too, I know, and Radke had to like it too when uh Bill Burr said uh, oh, so also, yeah, when Bill Burr said explaining why the Mandalorian was all like, Duh, I don't know how to answer any of your questions to the Imperial right. Imperial guy was like, Oh, what's your you know, sign? And then he comes over and he says, Oh, we were we lost pressure on, 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 T- on Tanab. <laughs> he talks to how they had like a pressure thing on, on uh, uh, the battle of what normally we'd say the battle of Tanab, Tanab, but he, he says Tanab. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's, so I like,
1: I didn't I, even put that together. I, I, I knew <laughs> he said that, but, uh, I love that. Well, that, that fills me with new, cause like it's Tanab to, you know, Imperial it's Tanab, but like, <laughs> Lando, who says Han, also says Tanab. Tanab. So you think this is a Lando problem? You're certain.
0: Oh, it's not a problem. Oh, right, right.
1: I think it's a Lando benefit.
0: It's the Lando. It's the it's a Lando it's the feature. Calrissian accent. That yeah, throws a lot of people off. Um. So now, Valen Hess, the Imperial officer. Alan, uh, Valen Hess. Yes. Do you did you recognize that actor? He seemed familiar to me.
1: Um, He did seem familiar to me, too, but I don't. um, um, Let's see. Richard Brake is his name. Now, this is where I look him up and see that he was in 8 Million Things, right? Yeah.
0: Um, Richard Brake. My instinct would be to say that he was... First, I thought he was a musician. Like he was like in in like uh, the cramps or something, you know what I mean? It was right, like right. Iggy Pop being <laughs> Iggy a Pop soundtrack. being a being a uh,
1: yeah.
0: what was he? He was a Cardassian or something. He was a uh, no, not a Cardassian. Oh no, he, no, he was one of those. Um, yeah, what Wei yoon was. Um, he is, is he, uh, or is he a voice actor on? Is he a voice actor on something?
1: No, well, almost. It's uh, it, um, his one of his main things is. And this is, I guess, appropriate. Although I don't think they ever interacted when they were both. He's also from Game of Thrones, just like our titular Mandalorian is. But uh-huh. um, he played the Night King. Oh. Hmm. Um, and you know he was also Joe Chill in Batman Begins.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and a handful of other things. Um, but uh, let me see if I've seen him in any in anything. Um, he no, looked no, no and sounded no, so no. familiar. Uh he was the interrogator in Kingsman the Secret Service.
0: Hmm. Um It's also it was also refreshing to see a non um he had more kind of like a redneck y vibe as opposed to like yeah. supposed like a British vibe. It's yeah. more like a like a small town sheriff kind of thing, more so than like
1: Well, yeah, it's an interesting like like between all I, I feel like the uh the politics of this episode are pretty important. Yeah. Because uh, uh, watching this in in the current um, kind of f- climate, it seemed it seemed like a good um, statement to make in a sense. It seemed like good things to think about in our current uh, scenario and, and in the don't modern think world. Star
0: Wars gets political, <laughs> um, yeah, much much the same way that the the prequels were kind of George Lucas trying to warn us against the rise of. Right fascism right. and collapse of democracy. This is kind of saying like, hey, listen. Even though it might look like the imperials are gone, like, right, we're just waiting and and they'll bring us back. You know, right. Open and arms.
1: People always. What did he say? People always say they want freedom, but what they really want is order. That kind of you yeah. know, like a lot of statements I mean, like that. That is just like, oh yeah, and and this is the bad guy, and and making him you know, not to not to stereotype too much, but it made it, it having those words come from the kind of voice and attitude that it seems like they would come from perhaps in our country and our world <laughs> mm-hmm. um seemed pretty on the nose and it's good. this is uh, written and directed by the way by um Rick Famuyiwa Famu Famuyiwa hmm. Famuyiwa um I mean. I'm I'm a uh, it's one of those things that I've read a couple of times and not ever um said out loud Famuyiwa now that you're um,
0: mentioning um, things from episode seven, from the, the penultimate episode of last season, mm-hmm. was the penultimate episode of last season also when Werner Herzog got to do his lecture about how the Imperials were kind of really good, and that this is, this chaos caused by the Rebellion was, was...
1: Oh, maybe. At the very beginning of that, because then he gets taken out, right? Then M- right. M- Mock Gideon yeah, yeah. shows up and, and... Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that like, they realize, it's like, okay... It's like you know doing your homework or eating your vegetables or something like that. It's like all right, episode so before we, before we wrap this up with a big battle, we got to get, we got to get Pedro's face on the camera and we got to get yeah. uh, we got to have a nice talk about uh, morality and and uh, loyalties and and uh, po- politics. Then you can go ahead and we'll have a nice big dessert of of battle pie.
0: Oh, I thought Pedro's
1: face was supposed to be the dessert. Like, go, oh, yeah. well that's... give you a lecture,
0: and now gaze on the, the lovely face. Of, uh, they so should just
1: have right. all the dialogue about, you know, like, you know, factions and like, well, really, if you think about it, what people really, when they say freedom, oh, more than, and then it's just, it's just a close-up on his face the whole time.
0: Like, so, <laughs> hello. Um. <clears throat> so then they um, they uh, got what they needed. They and they uh, escape from the. They call Slave One, and they escape with the help of Lorna Dune and uh right. sniper, sniper lady.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Fennec Shand. Yes, it's fun to say. And uh, um, yeah, and it's it's a well orchestrated kind of escape. Although, if they, I mean, I guess they needed to. I was like, well, what, wasn't there a thing about like what how Slave One couldn't fly in there to begin with, but it hmm. can fly in to rescue them? But I think. It couldn't fly in to begin with if – and then still have them – Yeah, they could just jump off and then go about the Right, beach. and then go get their stuff. They had to yeah. sneak in, and so that – Yeah, right. Um. But, you know, all in all, I'm not going to quibble over that. You know, it's like internal – internal uh, conflicts, I'm sure it worked
0: itself out. It's not like they defied the laws of physics or anything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which they do plenty of times, but <laughs> – um speaking of which uh we get to the, see the delightful return of the Django sound bomb oh yeah the uh that was a cool little thing where he took out those tie fighters that yeah. does seem like it would be effective in an atmosphere i'll give him that like a, a kind of sound wave bomb.
1: right and I, well, and that's what i i was like oh it did sound a little bit different like, oh it sounded different because it's not in space it's in atmosphere so mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah but as soon as that little door opened i was like oh <laughs> i know what's coming um I wrote one Can more I, face, and I don't know what that means. Was Derek Benedict face. in this episode? <laughs> what I, I don't know what one more face means. Rod Stewart uh, did the closing theme. Oh, there you go. Um, um yeah, I don't hmm. know. But um, then I also wrote the uh, what's your TK number, which bothered me.
0: Two two on the nose.
1: Well, it, we've seen. I mean, maybe you know later on they expand it, but the but to me, I mean. It, it, Sure. Maybe it's a different, you know, case to case. You know, maybe within each, um, installment, within each, you know, kind of, um, battalion or 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 uh, I don't know my military terminology, but um, so maybe like this base has, you know, like you could have a TK three two one in this base and a TK three two one on the Death Star and a TK three two one, you know, somewhere. Mm. Um, because otherwise it's like there's no way there's only a thousand stormtroopers. Right. You know what I mean? You, you got to have TK zero, zero, zero through TK nine, nine, nine. And, and that would be it. So I'm assuming that it's per installment that there's a TK number. Maybe that's a, you know, you know, you show up in your, in, you're assigned to this thing and then you get a TK number based on like that.
0: Temporary. It's like, maybe it's like temporary command. number.
1: <laughs> command TK in number. the like mask mobile armor strike command. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand what that, uh, what that is. And it, it just, again, it made me pause for a second, but it did not
0: enough to draw yeah. me into anything. But, um, do we find any other, any other Imperial stormtroopers? We know Finn is FN two right. but, do we see any non-imperial um, stormtroopers... Do we see any imperial stormtroopers refer to something besides TK? Um, I thought so.
1: But I don't know. Hmm. Um,
0: I know first, uh, first first, first uh, order officers, we do. But
1: right. They, they start with F because they're first order. Right? F for first. <laughs> no, I think they start with other things too, don't they? They expand the program. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking for some some confirmation of that, but I don't know. Some I'm sure somebody will um, correct us on that. They'll explain it to yeah. us. Some, mm-hmm. you know, the the somebody from the. Uh, uh,
0: oh yeah, and also I guess we should comment from last week. We said that um, we mentioned that we didn't know if magic had ever been mentioned in a Star Wars live action, right. and, and it.
1: Uh, what minutes after we posted that, Tony Thaxton <laughs> texted us to say <laughs> yeah. that uh, that C-3PO said if, if you know, uh, that Luke told them to, he would use his magic. Yeah.
0: So my last note is that um, I don't even know
1: how he had time to listen. <laughs> like he must have just like gotten the alert, downloaded it, listened to it. And then as soon as we said that, texted us because it was it was it didn't seem like it was long enough to, for it to even make. I was like, oh, I wonder if anybody got the episode yet. And immediately, Tony was already yeah. commenting on
0: things that happened halfway through. He must have downloaded it and then just scrubbed to the middle of the episode and then started listening right there. Yeah, that's the way he listens to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Prequel style. Mm-hmm. Then, they, then they go back and fill in the, <laughs> the beginning part that he missed. Um, my last note is that um, it's. I think it was nice that they let um, Miggs uh, free at the end, and hopefully he'll return. But it seems like there'd be a better place you could drop him off besides a top secret imperial base that no one knows about. Um, yeah, it's a know. comedy. You know, I I understood. You know, it's like, well,
1: <clears throat> like we didn't we just uh, like like when they uh, when the the rebels this party? I mean the the new republic uh, X wings yeah. left uh, titular Mandalorian <clears throat> on that little ice world. Mm-hmm. he was like, hey, how about you help me out and we get out of here? And they're like, how about we just forget we saw you essentially and we'll call it even. <laughs> and it's the same kind of thing. It's like, all right, all right, well, we're already doing you a favor by letting you go. So yeah. we can't take you anywhere. That that would be above and beyond. So it's like, you know, it, as long as we don't leave here with you, we can pretend that you died. But I don't think yes. the whole planet is an Imperial base. I think there's just, they have an installation there. Right? So he can go <clears throat> back to those, uh, you know, the villagers that they saw earlier
0: Oh yeah, who were you for know some guy wandering in from the woods without any kind of identification or right. anything it would totally well, be he, welcome. He's a criminal.
1: Back. He can he can make his way. He can scam his yeah. way through. I did I like that. Ch- <clears throat> his uh, he was imperial sharpshooter, and that paid off in that you know when they're leaving, he's like, oh, give me that rifle.
0: Yeah,
1: and then you know if it wasn't if they hadn't established last season that he was an imperial sharpshooter, I would have been like, well, that's weird that he can just make that one shot to blow everything up, especially since he's
0: ex-imperial, but.
1: Right. <clears> well, since Happy they already made a made big deal of out mentioning
0: of it how sensitive that 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 chemical or whatever, yeah, that, that, right, that, right, right, right. elements work so he can take literally one shot and a of the death star blow up the entire base with one with the one well-placed shot. So, yeah uh, uh, yeah it's too bad that you had uh the other lady was a sharpshooter that whole time and <laughs> it took it took a man to come out and be it's a blow of the whole base when uh so uh anyway well i i guess they had to wait until
1: they were off before they did it and they didn't know what you know yeah yeah right uh uh, and they might
0: not have known about how um anyway so yeah i thought it was a fun episode Uh, upon closer examination some of the things are a little um some of the things are a tiny bit contrived but i didn't notice it really at the time so much and i thought it was it was a lot of fun yeah it, it um you know along quickly it it,
1: um moved along moved along along. oh yeah that's two 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 episodes in a row where i was surprised at how short they were once i started it and i look at the time remaining i'm like oh it's like 32 minutes or 38 minutes or something like that i'm like all right Um, i thought
0: for sure we were gonna see baby yoda at the end also i think this is he not in this
1: oh no right because because the empire has him
0: yeah, but I, th- I thought we were going to show Grandma Gideon there, like petting him a la Blofeld. Right, but, yeah. Uh, but no, he, uh... Oh, did we, Yoda? we
1: didn't see him at all. That's the only episode that he doesn't appear in, so far.
0: Yeah, because even in the very first episode, he, he was at the, was, that was at the very end. Song, yeah. so, uh, wow, I didn't even notice that. See how... It's like uh Fonzie the the one episode he missed to go <laughs> for con- baby Yoda must be in contract negotiations. Did right, you yeah. do that joke already? That like Suzanne Summers he was gonna. Oh yeah, I think so. Calling on the phone. <laughs>
1: um, the um, yeah, it, it, there are bits and pieces uh, that you know I could quibble with, but overall it was it was a fun episode. Although it was also another, um, you know, it was kind of filler in a sense because like we the only thing you know is they they. The only thing that happened, advancing the plot, is they mm, they got the coordinates of his ship, which seems, unless they're getting like a transponder code or something to follow it, like it's weird mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, here is where his ship is, and then they're going to go fly to that, he might not be there, and they plus they called him to let him know they were coming, so why wouldn't he just leave, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So unless they got unless like- That's the, just what they want, unless it's just what they want him to mm-hmm. do. So he should stay because they right. expect him to leave.
1: So I don't know what, um, I don't know how all that works, and it, and it doesn't seem you know not terribly important, but it it's essentially you know this episode was it didn't need to happen, but it, I'm not gonna complain that much. It was kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Well, I also liked that. I feel like um, maybe not plot wise, but characterization wise, I think some. Some, yeah, you know, progress was made. We got to see, like we said, the titular Mandalorian. He's growing, take, taking off his helmet and growing. We got to see the new gang. We, you know, we got to see Lorna Dune and uh Fennec Fox um mm-hmm. teaming up and, and kind of bonding over being both being uh you know military types. So, yeah, and we finally got rid of Baby Yoda. So, uh, <laughs> it's all good. Goguru. Grogu. Wait, is it Grogu or go grew? grow Grogu. Grogu. Goo. Grogu. Goo. Okay.
1: Right. Just remember grow the second goo. part is goo.
0: Yeah, okay. Right. I was thinking of Gru.
1: go right Gru. <laughs> go Gru. go grew. Um,
0: <laughs> grow goo Grogu. Grogu. Anyway. I grew him from a algae dish full of goo. That's how he got his name. I, For some reason, when we were watching episodes the other day,
1: I had the thought, I was going to make a prediction that the um it, i don't know why i thought this but i'm going to make a prediction uh my i'm going to i'm going to introduce a new snoke theory to suck in that um <laughs> the doctor you know the the doctor who's into extracting the stuff from baby yoda Pershing? I,
0: Dr. Pershing
1: Dr. Pershing i think he is snoke
0: wow okay <laughs> so
1: i don't know why i thought that the other day but uh but I did. Oh, I'd also I wanted to point out that we got um our uh, I, I wouldn't uh you know, wouldn't be happy if uh if we didn't get another uh appearance of uh, my new favorite Imperial officer. Oh yeah. Um what's her name? Katie uh uh O'Brien. O'Brien. Wow. Um I remember that. But uh that uh, she still doesn't have a name. But uh I I'm uh, Always happy to see her, and and her, you know, she's literally just like every episode is just like, oh, like, here's a message, because yeah. she's a communications officer. But still, um, you know, uh,
0: happy to see her. More well, put her in more episodes, stuff. Th- three episodes in a row, and uh, or or whatever, three episodes. She's in, you
1: know, right? She wasn't in thirteen, but she got yeah, twelve, fourteen, fifteen so far. Right. So that's the three that's,
0: talking parts in a, you know. I know. Yeah. Let's get
1: her a name already. Come on.
0: How about her being Snoke? Um, not that into it. How about her being Hux's mother? (laughs) Signed
1: Hux's mother. (laughs) Um, Mother Hux. (laughs) Um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that'll be a big reveal that we'll find out. You know, it'll be like, oh, Officer Hux or something like that, and be like,
0: (gasps) beat my son, Grogu Hux.
1: Grogu Hux. <laughs> All
0: right, well, I guess that'll wrap up uh, this episode. Thanks yeah. for uh, listening slash watching, uh, everyone. And that was uh, a pretty
1: exciting one. And and we only have one left in the season, so let's let's
0: get pumped up. Yeah, any last minute theories? Any? Um, I told you he's going to be Snoke, Doctor Snoke. Will Will Moff Gideon survive the, the finale?
1: Um, yes, because there's a season three. I think he is too. You don't
0: think they'll have? Um, that's when Thrawn will take over.
1: Oh, maybe I don't know. Will we see Thrawn next week? No, I think mm-hmm. they're going to save that for the Ahsoka show, which they've since announced mm-hmm. after.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in in a, a show, kind. in a move surprising no one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think he will survive. I think they'll keep it. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Hard, hard to see yeah. what you know. How much? The, I'm always impressed and surprised that they don't draw things out as much as they could. So maybe
0: they'll end
1: it. And then, I know because the Darksaber is involved. I don't know. Here's my prediction. Okay.
0: And they've been setting it up right from the start. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Darksaber versus Beskar. um, Mm. Spear. Spear. Yeah.
1: Um, Could be. I don't know. Stay tuned. And I think we'll have a Jedi show up next week. We already had a Jedi show up. No, we'll have a new, because remember, he put out that call. So we're going to have a uh you know as much as I don't I don't you know I am I'm, I'm all for having a thing with no lightsabers Jeez. but um I think there's, there's going to be a Jedi showing up and I don't know you know uh who who's survived to this era I don't remember.
0: Mm. Uh, all right everyone so we'll right. tune in you'll be just as surprised as we are next week on the fin- season finale of the, Mandalorian. the titular Mandalorian you uh-huh.